0: podcast, a self-improvement project that we can all take part in. My name is Sean and today is episode 42 and today's topic is all about minimalism. Firstly I'd like to point out that it's different for everyone. Your interpretation of the term might be different to mine and that's totally fine but the general themes of the word will be the same. So to let you understand I've got a couple of definitions of the word minimalism and the first one being from Brian Gardner from a website called nosidebar.com and it's explained as the following. The image some people have of a minimalist lifestyle is giving up all modern conveniences of the world. They Imagine living in a cabin in the woods without electricity, a wood-burning stove and a bathroom that you have to go outside to use. There may be some people who are living like this, but not everyone embracing minimalism has to take it this far. There are other ways that minimalism can be utilised to not require such real sacrifices. Being a minimalist means that you value yourself more than material things. It means making decisions based on what you need instead of getting everything that you want. It doesn't mean that you buy things that are cheap. It means that there's something that you need regardless of how much it costs. A person can decide how much of a minimalist lifestyle they want to lead. They can do it in stages as well. Most people begin by going through their home and getting rid of things that they no longer need. Over time, they're able to pare their life down to a much more minimalist style. The second definition I have for it comes from Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of the Minimalists. Minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom. Freedom from fear, freedom from worry, freedom from overwhelm, freedom from guilt, freedom from depression, freedom from the trappings of the consumer culture we've built in our lives around. Real freedom. That doesn't mean that there's anything inherently wrong with owning material possessions. Today's problem seems to be the meaning that we assign to our stuff. We tend to give too much meaning to our things, often forsaking our health, our relationships, our passions, our personal growth, and our desire to contribute beyond ourselves. If you want to own a car or a house, that's great, we have it. Want to raise a family and have a career, if these things are important to you, then that's wonderful. Minimalism simply allows you to make these decisions more consciously and deliberately. So straight away you can see some overlapping themes of the two definitions. The important thing to know though is that we don't have to live like monks and sacrifice everything. Or we don't have to live with a set number of items, like the author Colin Wright has in the past. At one point, I believe he owned only 51 things. Um, I'll put a link into his website, Excel Lifestyle, into the show notes. It's a fantastic website. He's got a cr- couple of cracking books. I encourage you to go and read them and listen to his story. It's really breathtaking, to be honest. So you can go down the route of owning less than 100 things, if you like, or you can own 1,000 things. The number is completely irrelevant. What's most important to is that you own the things that is most important to you. As Brian Gardner mentioned in his definition, that you don't have to buy on the cheap. To be the minimalist lifestyle, you just have to buy intentionally. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the TV show Modern Family, but there is a clip that sums up how to look at your life in a better way with this. So there's a guy called Jay who asks his wife, Gloria, if she if he has seen his good underwear. And her response says it all for me. The question you should be asking is, why isn't all your underwear good? that really summed it up. The clip really got me thinking buying quality over quantity should be how everyone should live. Let's take clothing for example. Having a limited number of clothing works so well as all of my clothes I really like to wear. There isn't a single piece that I'm unsure about. Buy quality over quantity every single time. So in the episode I thought I'd take a moment to explain how my life has changed since boarding the less is more train. I've categorized this into eight different areas. So there's stuff, finance, technology, clothing, decision-making, cleanliness, health, and relationships. Let's start with stuff. So by stuff, I really just mean the things that I own. If you'll really look around your house, you'll discover that you own a mountain of things, most of which you probably don't need, or a lot of them you've probably even forgotten you own them. So after going through the decluttering phase, I noticed there was very little I actually needed per se, and a select number of things that I actually wanted to keep I took part in a game that was created by the minimalist Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. It's called the 30 Days Minimalism Game. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the game, I'll quickly talk you through the rules. Uh, On day one, you get rid of one thing. Day two, you get rid of two things. Day three, three things, and so on, all the way up to day 30, where you get rid of 30 items. Now, by the end, you have gotten rid of almost 500 items. Uh, You can check out my video that I'll put in the show notes that I did. Uh, It just highlights the experience. It shows what I got rid of. It was really beneficial to me. Uh, I was surprised, if I'm honest, how much things I got rid of and how easy it was to do. So in terms of finance, I'm much better off now than I used to be. Struggling on a month-to-month basis is no longer the case for me. Because I've embraced minimalism, I have less to buy, uh, which means there's less money to spend on. In result, I have more money in my bank account. It's really as simple as that. Third category I thought I'd talk about was technology. I don't spend time anymore, spend hours and end wrapped up in nonsense online. I use technology for the designated purposes and the occasional chill time. And that is pretty much it. I don't tend to go down the rabbit hole of clicking links until I find something that I'm interested in and then get distracted by something else that's online. I use it for what it's intended on most of the time. I'm not perfect. As I touched on earlier, clothing, it's much more organized now. A great test to look more into in depth would be a project created by Courtney Carver, uh, Project 333. I won't go into too much detail on it, but basically you choose 33 pieces of clothing to wear for a period of three months. Now there are certain rules to this, but I'll put a link into the show notes if you're interested in trying it out. I've tried it out personally, and you'd be surprised at how many people don't notice or simply don't care that you're wearing the same clothes that often. It's quite refreshing really. Even though some people have said my clothing style is somewhat boring, I really don't care. Um, I'm comfortable in what I wear. I, I don't have too much clothing now. All of it is, in my opinion, quite nice quality. As long as I'm happy with it, I don't see why anyone should have a problem with it. And same goes for yourselves. So we come on to the fourth thing, and it's decision making. Now, I don't know if this is an exact result of minimalism, but I do believe it's played its part. In any case, owning less has enabled me to choose exactly what I want in my life and not be bombarded with things that I'm not sure if I want. So I no longer have the desire to fill my life with crap, basically, Um, but rather I surround it with things that I actually know I want or I need. People seem to fill every corner of their house, and most of the time it's things that they, they don't really want, but they know they have a place for it somewhere because they're trying to fill their house up. Now I'm quite happy to say no if I don't 100% want it and I don't feel the need to fill every corner of my house and weirdly it makes your house look bigger because it's not filled with crap so like I say I'm not sure if it's an exact result of minimalism but I find myself getting better at making decisions almost instinctively it is quicker I don't have to think as much with trivial decisions but on the occasion I I do struggle sometimes but I mean we all do don't we So cleanliness is fairly straightforward. With less stuff to tidy, my life is always tidier. It's as simple as that. It's become somewhat difficult to create a mess now, but it does happen from time to time, but it's easier to tidy up. My house doesn't have nothing in it, of course. Um, There is an appropriate number of furniture and things like that. I just don't clutter it as such. So in terms of health, many people suffer from stress or depression, but can't figure out what's causing it. Now, I can't say for certain that clutter is causing it, but I do believe it plays somewhat of a part in it, at least. Once I decided to declutter myself and my house, some of the stress went away. And I'm not the only one to realize this. Um, there is a bunch of YouTube videos, podcasts, episodes, things like that, talking about this exact issue. Like I said, I'm not an expert in this, but I do believe in my own experience it has made me feel lighter and, of course, happier at the same time. So the last. Area I'm going to talk about is relationships, real quick. I'm going to circle back to decision making because it does play a part. But I believe minimalism has helped me realize that I was holding on to negative relationships in my life, much like I was holding on to stuff that wasn't a good fit. It probably is the toughest thing to approach, but removing a single toxic relationship from your life does make your life in- instantly better. There is no other way to put it. It's a tough thing to point out, it's a tough thing to deal with. But once it's once it's dealt with and you feel that weight lifted off your shoulder, that's that's a feeling that you just you can't replicate. So minimalism isn't just about getting rid of stuff; it's about bettering your lives. Now, one thing I will say about the term, it's that if you decide to go down this road, it's not a quick fix. Decluttering once doesn't mean that your life won't get cluttered again. It's something that you need to keep on top of. And like I say, if you're interested in going down this road, there are a ton of resources out there to help you get started and to keep on track. Now, what I've done is I've listed a few books and websites, podcasts, videos, that kind of thing, uh, to hopefully pique your interest. I'll put them in the show notes. But there is so much more to minimalism than I've gotten through today. So keep an eye out for future episodes surrounding it because I am not done talking about it. And I may have a few guests on to help me get through these topics because it is such a vast area that I think we could do several but for now I think that'll be it for this week I really do hope that you found this episode useful I want to thank you for listening to the show and if you like it please do hit the subscribe button and feel free to leave a comment as it really does help others find the show like I say that's it for now tune in next week and keep moving forward keep improving and until next time stay awesome